0: Hey and welcome to Tomorrow, I'm your host Joshua Topolsky Today on the podcast we discuss eucalyptus, lizard people, and Tracy Chapman I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. All right, Ryan, we're back. Oh, look at us! And and I'm glad that we um, fucked up this weekend. Waited till Saturday to record this podcast <laughs> because uh, a lot of shit has gone down in the last few hours. I don't know if you heard. Sonos is doing a Bluetooth. Sonos speaker. is doing a Bluetooth. That's right, Bluetooth <laughs> speaker. No, um, let's just let's just talk about it. Okay, we have to get it out there. Jeffrey Epstein has committed suicide. Uh, sorry, committed suicide with scare quotes yeah. around it.
1: Scare quotes around committed and scare quotes around suicide.
0: Yeah, um, Je- Jeffrey Epstein, who is a pedophile, a horrible pedophile, a billionaire pedophile, and apparently ran a pedophile ring, basically. Um, Full on
1: like the worst version of sex trafficker that CSI SVU
0: could have come up with. Like definitely (laughs) law and order SVU. I mean, definitely Jeffrey Epstein is like was like a film level sex trafficker, like like taken level sort of maniacal pervert, pedophile sex trafficker. Um, Iconically evil one might say. (laughs) At any rate, he killed himself in uh, in uh, in prison last night or this morning or something And now, of course, I mean, there's literally it doesn't seem there doesn't seem to be a sane person on the Internet anymore because everybody believes that Jeffrey Epstein has been murdered either by the Clintons, the royal family, uh, Trump or some combination of those things. I mean, currently trending on Twitter right now is Epstein murder trending with Bill Clinton. Um, Trump body count is number two. Prince Andrew is number three. And then Bill Barr, Bill Barr, who is like, I'm outraged that he's killed himself. And so listen, I mean, it is,
1: here's the thing. Like there's a sane version of being suspicious about this where you say like, okay, this guy who has been admittedly had ties to intelligence agencies and had these insane, this insane backstory where he's a dropout at 20 gets hired to be a professor at Dalton, then goes on to be like a finance guy who doesn't necessarily seem to be doing a ton of finance and is running a pedophile ring becomes a billionaire hangs out with some of the most powerful people in the world and the day after those names start to leak he quote unquote commits suicide in jail like it's worth being like wow holy shit like this is not this doesn't add up you don't have yeah. to be a conspiracy theorist to be like this doesn't make sense it's the leap from there to be like clinton body count like the leap directly to like william barr shot him in the back of the head like that stuff like it's not helpful like it, it's it, it goes from like we should talk about the circumstances around this right. to like, you know,
0: it's jaw Rule and the guy from the fire festival's so, fault. So to be clear, like now I've got people in my timeline, people who should have a functioning brain who are retweeting like professional conspiracy, theor- right wing conspiracy theorists, like normal people that I think are generally fairly sane. This is Louise Mench's like best case scenario. Normal people who I think are, are like sane and and well-adjusted. And have like fairly reasonable politics, are like retweeting people, first off, who they definitely don't know or understand where they're coming from. But like everybody is now fully down the fucking rabbit hole that Jeffrey, Ep- that Jeffrey Epstein Jeffrey Epstein's suicide is definitely like a black ops like murder. And, you know, here's the thing: I'm not gonna rule out the possibility that he was murdered, okay? But a lot of people, particularly pedophiles, who are being held. Awaiting trial, this happens a lot. They kill themselves. Now I know Jeffrey Epstein is is special in the world, but in jail, Jeffrey Epstein is a lot less special than I think you imagine he is. Like like in jail, somebody might be like, "Hey, this guy's in the in the news a lot," but to the people who work at the jail. Like he's another prisoner. He's a pedophile. He's like a piece yeah, of shit is pedophile he in prisoner. Jail
1: or is he in rich people jail? Well, wherever also, he is, wherever he. When is, you I'm have just... that much money. Like you could be like, here's ten grand. Take but this a walk. Is,
0: this is my point. Yes. Okay. So, so the question we have to ask ourselves is, like, is the is what is is what is most likely that Jeffrey Epstein, because of his ability to expose many powerful people, um, that there was an elaborate like hit put on him that was like executed by no pun intended, you know, a series would have to be, there would have to be many, many people who were involved in a, like a very high level sort of like murder plot to kill Jeffrey Epstein in jail. Or, or is it possible that the, that this a guy who's a billionaire found a way, either it's a guard or someone else at, at the, wherever he's being held and said, like, look, like, I don't want to go through this trial. I don't, he's like, I want to fucking kill myself. Like I'll give you a million dollars. I'll give your family $500,000, whatever. Like just walk, walk away for a few minutes, you know, or, or or even, I mean, apparently he wasn't under suicide watch, you know, a, a week ago apparently they took him off suicide watch or on the 20. Yeah. Over a week ago on the 29th of July, apparently according to the New York times, is it more likely that he somehow convinced people? He's like, look, I'm not a danger to myself. You know, I had a moment, a momentary sort of, uh, you know, freak out the other day when I, my neck was injured or whatever, and uh, I'm fine now, and, you know, I'm going to see this through. I think I can prove my innocence, and they went, okay, sure, and took him off suicide watch, and somebody went to sleep, you know, last night, whoever's guarding his cell, fucking whatever, like, wasn't paying attention, and they got killed. Like, this happens all the time. Or both.
1: Frankly, like, sure, we, sure. we don't want him to exist. We're, we're like, if he tries to kill himself, let him go for it. Right, right. Like, I'm just look the other like, way is, is option way. Two. Jeffrey
0: Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer got beaten to death in jail. Okay. The, the, he was supposed to serve a life sentence. The guards were in, were supposed to protect him from being beaten to death. But guess what? Jeffrey Dahmer got beaten to death. You know, these things happen. What is more likely is that this is just one of those things than it's like, There's a international conspiracy to stop Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein from talking about, by the way, even if Jeffrey Epstein was like, Trump was my number one customer, it doesn't mean anything like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, there are all these people who are named in his documents, in his books and all this other shit. It's like, you need evidence. You need a, a witness, right? There are, by the way, there are women who said, oh yeah, Prince Andrew, like he like traded me around to like Prince Andrew. Those are witnesses. We should listen to those people. You know, as of right now, as far as I know, there's nobody who's like, yeah, Trump was be- like, you know, like Trump raped me or Bill Clinton raped me or any of the people that everybody's like saying are behind this. By the way, I'm not defending Donald Trump. He definitely has done rapes. Like, I mean, he's a horrible person, I'm sure. But like, I'm just saying that in this particular case, like there are actual witnesses who can tell you what Jeffrey Epstein was doing. There are associates of Jeffrey, Ep- Jeffrey Epstein that enabled him. And there are like, there are documents and photos and lots of other shit that the that the authorities have. So it's not just like it begins and ends with one guy and what he has to say. Though obviously like he should have been brought to justice. He should have there should have been an opportunity for him to spill whatever he has to spill. And it's actually the fucked up part is that like the victims of his crimes and the public deserves, you know, to know and just you know, to know really what happened and to see justice served, which now obviously it won't.
1: Well, I mean that's the thing that I think maybe is the biggest takeaway at the end of today, not necessarily the end of tomorrow or like the end of the year. But the takeaway for the story for me at this exact moment is that no matter how, what happened, whether like the tin full tin foil hat, like fucking, uh, there was a laser that came and, you know, Dr. Evil like killed him and his body was vaporized or he was doubled with a duplicate. And now he's living on the Virgin Island, like whatever bullshit or, like, he, this guy was like, I don't want to do this, and killed himself. Like, whichever scenario in which you believe is real, the horrifying thing to me is that this is a guy who is, like, super villain-level evil, like, some one of the worst people we have on record ever. Like, he's worse than Charles Manson, I think you can objectively say from a utilitarian ethics point of view. This is one of the worst people we've ever, like, seen. Yeah, And that a country, as sophisticated technologically and as advanced in its level of nationwide discussions in the media or from political figures, can't bring this to a satisfactory end. And whether that be through the levers of money and political power and blackmail or through the levers of sheer in like stupidity is infuriating. And it basically, to me, underlines the fact that not only is this country incompetent and basically a joke at this point, it's also people know that and have lost complete faith and are willing to sign up for full conspiracy theories or nihilism. They just don't care because they didn't expect it to work out anyway. And that is a state that which is unsustainable to build a society, especially a society when we're at the crossroads that we're at, like to get people to believe that we could switch from fossil fuels who believe that we couldn't convict Jeffrey Epstein of like fucking raping thousands of children. Like, to believe that 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 those powers will be able to be spoken to when we can't speak truth to like one of the worst people that has ever existed and get right. justice there. Right. Like that is so demoralizing to people. And that demoralizing thing is the story to me. It's not necessarily like the specifics we'll never really know. But the walk away from that for people is that like who is gonna feel like they can speak to the NRA? And get gun control passed.
0: Well, I mean, after that,
1: you know, I mean, because it feels like nothing's going to work out. Like, if we couldn't do this, he was in prison, and we
0: couldn't get justice. Right. You know what I
1: mean? Like, well, what I is mean, the system but I mean, we're under? But I
0: mean, that's but we're, we're dealing we're dealing with something similar with with Trump. I mean, like, there, there's there there appear to be countless things that are, um, if not illegal, directly illegal, are highly unethical and immoral for like a president to be doing, and yet like. You know, I just read a story today about how he's trying to get, you know, members of Congress, get them um, banned from entering Israel because they've made anti, you know, Israel statements like members of the U.S. Congress. The president of the United States is telling the the prime minister of Israel to not let them in Israel. You know, like like that's fucking crazy. You know, it's it's a it's crazy. And. um So we live in an unreal, we live in unreal times, but like, you know, the Epstein, just to be clear, the Epstein conspiracy theories are um, the exact conspiracy theories laid out by David Icke in his seminal classic, The Biggest Secret, which you've heard me talk about millions of times on this podcast. The Biggest Secret is the biggest pile of horseshit ever created. It's literally written by like a former like sports announcer who like came up with a lizard people like grand unification theory. And it is like. All the stuff that you're hearing about QAnon and Jeffrey Epstein, like the fake stuff about Jeffrey Epstein, because there's real stuff, by the way, real stuff that's actually happened that people have talked about and given statements to the police about. And that's the shit we should be listening to, not the fucking conspiracy shit. Um, But the but this is like the conspiracies that we're hearing are all coming from the same, essentially the same place. You know, this is like behold a pale horse. This is like the Illuminati trilogy. But conspiracy
1: is, theories are always built around like a kernel of truth, like a kernel of something believable. And then well, from that's, there they indoctrinate you. That's with what makes them insane bullshit. That's
0: what makes them that's what makes them so believable. There's always a little bit of well yeah, I know that. That gets you, right? And then you're sucked mm-hmm. in. But the reality you're like, that- oh, Bush knew the Saudi royal family and he was
1: with them the day of 9-11. There's your kernel of truth. For the to extract from that that jet fuel
0: can't melt steel beams or whatever. What's interesting about conspiracy theories is that it seems to make you feel like you're out of control, right? Like, like you're feeling when you hear about a conspiracy theory is like, oh my God, like something is going on that like is I can't see and is like the the work of a you know a huge machine that is like doing something um and I think but in a way and we've written a bit about this on the outline about like how conspiracy theories make you feel and what kind of people are susceptible to conspiracy theories but the reality of it is that um conspiracy theories in some way actually are like Help you order things that are actually disorderly. You know, they, the conspiracy theories. I mean, that's the thing is that it would be, it, I would love to be a
1: person who believed that there is a secret. Lizard government under the earth from Mars and ancient aliens planted them to control the human race so we would be a farm for them because then at least everything would make sense. And like at least, at least it would feel like somebody is steering the ship as opposed to like the constant chaos. And the truth is always a mix of both, which is that like, yes, there are very powerful billionaires who live completely outside the law and can execute their will in ways we can't imagine for goals and ends that we can't imagine because people who are sociopaths tend to rise to the top of those positions of power. But that the, the jump there to like lizard people and the jump there to like Hillary Clinton order to hit on Jeffrey Epstein like that's a big jump to make yeah. without any corroborating evidence and i'm not saying it isn't true i'm saying it's a waste of time to talk about it without evidence like you, there's a reason that like that like in both science and legal professions you have to have evidence to prove Without like within like a reasonable doubt that something is true and it's silly and a waste of time to retweet right wing conspiracy theorists because it emotionally makes you feel like you have some level of control or knowledge and you're protecting yourself in some capacity, even if it's just emotionally from the situation as it truly is, which is a mix of chaos and evil, which it sucks. But that's what that's what the upper levels of like power are and they've always been.
0: Yeah. I mean, so it's like, you know, I just think it's important to, for everybody to take a second to, you know, to take a beat, as it were, and really uh, think about, you know, like whether or not you believe in the conspiracy, because you think that there is like, that there is a, that there is a a uh, secret sort of uh, group of people controlling reality right now, or if it makes you feel better to think that, because what is what is actually really scary is to imagine that there is no plan. And that's the truth of it all. Like, the truth of it is that um, you know, it's actually better if you think that there's something that you, like, can can imagine that's a, a purposeful and, and thought-through sort of plan. But, like, I don't believe people thought Donald Trump would become president. I don't believe Donald Trump thought he'd become president. I don't believe that those people were prepared for him to become president. I think that shit was kind of a fucking accident. And, we live in a world where like those kinds of accidents happen all the time where like things that seem like they shouldn't happen do happen. And we can, we can like apply all of these, like ver- now, by the way, I'm not saying that he wasn't helped by the Russians. I'm not saying that he wasn't helped by voter apathy, but like all of that stuff added up to what essentially was like, we, maybe some people hedged it, but it wasn't like somebody snapped their fingers and made it. So, you know,
1: I mean, it's the thing of like, There are people who are currently blaming Russia. There are people who are currently blaming Trump. There are people who are currently blaming the Clintons. There are people who are currently blaming intelligence agencies. There are people who are, like, blaming a shadow government of lizard people. All of that being that perhaps this isn't a coordinated effort, and people with intense amounts of power and sociopaths who tend to rise to that level of power in general um, have similar goals. And they don't need to be coordinating with each other for for bad things to happen that benefit them in the short term and in the long term. Screw us all. Yeah. And it, you don't need to link them all together to say, like, Trump winning was good for lots of bad people, but it doesn't mean that they're coordinated outside of each trying to pull a couple levels of power to create enough chaos to get something out of this. And ultimately, the worst case scenario happened. And it's the same thing with the Epstein thing, which is like, it's easy to believe that there are billionaires willing to, with no sense of empathy, willing to go thrill-seeking with another billionaire who happens to be human trafficking. Like, that's believable. And to believe that lots of people from all walks of power are willing to do that is believable what's unbelievable is to think that there's like a, that they all get together and they put on robes and they, they talk about Xenu and then they sacrifice a child on an altar so that the blood will choose the next president. Like Mm -hmm. that's insane. And without evidence, uh... they make that jump. It's, it's a waste of time. And it's also like demoralizing to whole groups of people and confusing and frustrating. And it makes it so people don't vote or take like some sort of action collectively, which is our only check on that, like unmitigated chaotic power that, is currently raining in lots of little places. Yeah,
0: you know, yeah. and yeah,
1: and I don't think it's galaxy brain to be like, I, I, I really don't to be like, like in realistic terms, what we need to walk away from this is, is that like the system as it works at the moment is broken and fundamentally sociopathic and fundamentally like frustrating, and we all have to get together and be like, if there isn't people that we trust at the top are there people that we're more likely to trust? Like, do you think that Elizabeth Warren would be tied into a pedophile ring? And if not, wouldn't it be better to get her in the top or whatever? Rather than to be like, you know, there's nothing you can do. And also, like, she's been bought off by the DNC. Like, that level of, like, apathy isn't constructive at all. And uh, it makes me really worry because right. we can't have level-headed conversations anymore. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm, look, I'm not saying I'm not ruling out that there's some global conspiracy that led to Jeffrey Epstein's quote-unquote suicide. I'm just saying that like the the conspiracy that it, it, the real conspiracy with Jeffrey Epstein is that he was a very rich man allowed to basically do whatever the fuck he wanted because everybody around him was either enabling him or turning a blind eye to it and like the bigger problem in our world is not that like there's another yes, and, and, and we know
1: that that happened and this is another case of that yeah this is and the suicide right. is just the latest it's in his right. list of right. horrible crimes that they let they look the it's, other way exactly
0: on. exactly and like that's the most likely truth about it is that he got somebody to look the other way because he yes. didn't want to have to face the shit that he did and the reality was he wasn't getting out of this one and I'm sure his lawyers were like dude you're not getting out of this one like this is it I mean you. his
1: lawyers were like Alan Durs who was also like you probably shouldn't get out of this one it'd be good for me it'd be good for you it'd be good for everybody if you didn't get out of this one. so he was like
0: all right i won't so i won't get out of this one i'll fucking
1: hang myself so
0: you know um so so anyhow but the but the but the but getting back to it is like look we you know like we live in an abusive system and the system like rewards abusers and um it rewards abusers and it dismisses victims and like, anyhow, we don't have to talk about Jeffrey Epstein for the entire podcast because like, fuck him. But I do think like what I, what, 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 what scares me and worries me is, is the desire in the desire in this, um, in, in our current environment for people to make up fantasy rather than deal with reality is really scary. And like, I know it's exci- it feels exciting to imagine like w- things that could be, but we need to talk about what is. And like what is is
1: like It's also just laziness. It's intellectual laziness w- w- to be like to be like, you know, there's nothing we can do about it. The world is inherently filled with evil people. I need to create a bunker. It's like much easier to create a little bunker in your brain and to like be like, there's nothing I can do. And like, I'm just going to enjoy the end times than it is to be like, what are we going to do about this so that like we don't live in a world where this happens? Right. Like, no no we matter actually, what people actually, events lead to
0: it. People actually have a lot more control than they think they do. And like it, frankly, it starts with like who you elect. Like the whole point of politicians is to represent you at levels of power that you cannot personally. Uh, approach or like utilize. And like I will say I think that there are signs of hope, but like we need to get real. I mean, like, look, just 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 know the Chapo people are just as convinced that there's a Jeffrey Epstein um you know conspiracy where Bill Clinton and, and Trump or whatever in like a, a sex cult together. They're just as convinced as the people on the right. Okay uh, and all of them are basically wrong. And all of them are basically living in like a fantasy world that doesn't exist. The world that actually exists is like one that is like slow and hard and boring for the most part. Like politics aren't supposed to give you a fucking boner. Okay. Like your politicians aren't supposed to make you sexually excited or like, you know, feel like the world is about to change. They're supposed to do some really, I'm sorry to say boring, hard work, which is like Sitting in rooms with like sometimes hundreds of other people trying to agree on like how to create laws for like all of the people in a country of 300 plus million people. And like that's not really going to be sexy work. And if it ever feels sexy, then you should be concerned. Like, so, you know, all these people who are like the conspiracy theorists are also like believe in this kind of like godlike power of certain politicians. And we really need to like start getting real, which is like it's hard work, it takes a long time, and we need to like make sure we elect people who can like handle the work and know what they're doing. And so it,
1: it really comes down to the whole thing of like, people will blame a bad economy on the president Um, which is realistic because the president has the ability to wreck things, but they will then also blame, like it's not getting fixed fast enough, like or good economy on the president, which is also something that's like not within the president's control. Like the president could easily break the economy by doing what Trump is doing, which is like tariffs and tax cuts for the wealthy and destroying the environment. Like that's an easy way to break the economy to fix the economy. Took Obama eight years to get it like 70% fixed. And everyone was like, you know, it's not fixed enough and that's his fault. Like it's like, yeah, because fixing something and building something and trying to create an equitable situation is really hard and boring and long and difficult and complex and breaking it is fun and crazy. You know what I mean? Like burning out a house is so much easier than building a house. And that really does apply across the spectrum of political situations. And so it's easy to be like, I'm so engaged with the death of everything. Like I'm so fascinated with the explosion and the destruction. Like war can be is action packed and violence is sexy and what isn't sexy is like building a financial protection bureau and that that fundamental problem in an age of reality TV and social media and constant entertainment and stimulation that people are craving like mm. the serotonin release from every bit of information yes it, the the incentives are so bad they're yeah. really bad and badly set up and this whole Epstein thing is a perfect scenario like it's a perfect encapsulation of like Even the well-intentioned people who know how horrible this is, and that's almost everybody, are unable to focus on the parts of it that are within our control and are knowable and are quantifiable and could be fixed because they're boring.
0: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Anyhow, we got to get off this. It's bumming me out. Um, We should talk about things that are way lighter and way less meaningful. Well, there's two shootings this week. Uh Oh, (laughs) I don't want to get into the shooting. I can't get into the shootings. I, I mean, like,
1: my what I wanted to say about the shootings is frankly, like, I the 30 to 50 feral hogs thing, I guess, was people's silver lining there. Like, they found a way to laugh. But what what the thing about the shootings is, I don't want to talk about it because there's nothing left to say.
0: There's nothing like, left to say. It's very simple. There is no, we need gun control. And there's we're not, no, we don't there, have it. There is so. no, there is no, I mean, literally like it's not video games no no no. That's, i mean we're, the, we're, point. In, we're in like a parody zone now with like walmart's like we're gonna take a down ads of violent video games in our stores it's like yes yes take down the ads of violent video games that are near the rack where you sell ar-15s definitely um do that because that's gonna be the thing that's the triggering point for people not the fucking access to the gun like it's very clear. And the level of, like, defending
1: that, like, there are people in comment sections raging that, like, Walmart barely even sells guns. They only sell hunting equipment. And the only place they sell handguns is in Alaska. And it's like, that doesn't bother you that they do sell handguns somewhere or that they do sell hunting equipment?
0: Listen, if, if I'm sorry. If Walmart's business hinges on their selling of guns, then they should go out of fucking business. If that's it. Like, they're not a gun seller. Like, that's not their job. I mean, if that's what their, their service to a community is to sell guns... And they can't like sustain guns a business without it. Like if guns are treated with it. the
1: same delicacy by a corporate entity that cheese balls and fucking a copy yeah. of Bioshock is, that's crazy. This, but, this isn't,
0: but this isn't about this isn't about Walmart actually. And I think Walmart unfortunately has become the focal point of this and people calling on Walmart to stop selling guns. Like that's actually not the fucking problem. The problem is the laws in this country that protect guns and gun makers over human beings. And like that's it. It's very simple. No other country is like this. No other country has laws like this. No other country protects um, people's rights to not only be able to purchase weapons of like purposely built, like meant for shooting large groups of people or things at once, um, but it protects their rights to do so in a way where they don't have to ever no one ever has to really question them about it. Like it's 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 this is a it's a American disease. It has an, a solution that is obvious, and we have not been able to arrive at that solution because the lawmakers in power are scared to death of these fucking gun companies and the money that they, put, that they spend on lobbying uh, to keep them from making these laws. The NRA is a terrorist organization it should be shut the fuck down. The gun makers should be like tremendously penalized by the government, and we should basically be doing everything we can in our laws to prevent almost anyone from getting a gun. Like You need to have a really fucking good reason to have a gun. Like, it needs to be, like, you need to go through an enormous amount of checks to get the gun. Because here's the thing. You go through more checks to get a car. Yes, here's the thing. Like, we're the only, we're the only, we're the only country that has a similar sort of, you know, economic makeup and societal makeup like America, where these kinds of, maybe the only really in the world, where these kinds of rampant shootings are a regular occurrence, we're the only country in the world where there is a, and we're not the only country in the world where this is happening, but we're we're one of the leading countries, if not the leading country, where there is a, a, a strain of white Christian-American, uh, you know, terrorism that has been brewing, you know, white supremacist, Christian-American terrorism. I don't know, if, frankly, maybe Christian's the wrong word to use. I don't know, I don't actually know the religious leanings of these people. I just know that they're fucking racists. And 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 that is like, you know, by the way, a strain that exists all over the world, but only in America do we have shooting after shooting after shooting after shooting where these fucking white guys kill dozens of people and babies and families and and women and men. And, and we act like this is like this is just well, we, how we don't it is. We
1: treat it like we treat terrorism of other strains because the, these people use Christianity as a window dressing and people can identify with that. So they don't want to think of it on the same scale as ISIS. That's right.
0: We have ISIS in this country. It's young white men, young frustrated white men who believe, based on what they are hearing from their leaders, often, but also what is being spread on the internet and in other in other forums, uh, based on the a fear of like erasure, basically. And like these people need to be, they need to be treated like ISIS. Like these, I'm sorry, like dude wh- was spelling group, Trump with handguns and posting it on social media. It, it, here, here's the reality: the Ku Klux Klan, any group. Any group that is a white supremacist group should be blown the fuck to pieces by by the authorities. They should be – people should be put in jail for being part of them. They should be um, – definitely none of the people associated with them should be allowed to have any kind of weapons whatsoever. Every one of their fucking compounds should be fucking raided and searched. It's like that's what we do if there were fucking terrorist cells in this country and they were Muslims. And there are. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So, however yeah. you treat the Muslim terror cells, is how you need to treat the white terror cells, because that's what the fuck they are. And like,
1: but did you, did you see? I mean, there was a leak of Trump's like FBI, CIA priority list, and at the top of it was black extremists, and at the top of it was Muslim terror cells, and all the way down at like number seventeen was white, like young white male yeah, conservative. Yeah, terrorists.
0: but I mean, but we know that's because we elected a, a white supremacist to be president. And and if he was, like, if he was, like, a bit or, like, pretty racist before, but, like, in a kind of New York way, being president, being surrounded by people who are legit racist who have agendas, has made him, like, a full-on, like – It's not
1: even more legit. It's just, like, more honest. And every time he gets well, more I just honest think, about his no, racism – I think
0: – I think – I think Trump – I'm not defending him, but I think Trump was racist in a way that was, like – he was racist personally, and he was racist in his business practices, but those had no impact on, like, humanity. Like, they really didn't, except the people who had to encounter Trump and his businesses, right? Like, like it wasn't like Trump had any ability to impact, like, how people live or, like, laws. Now, like, that same method of thinking has attracted people who, like, have actual agendas, and now he has the power to put their agendas in, into practice. And it's not, like, necessarily—Trump, I'm sure, actually doesn't think he's a racist. I, I actually pr- think that Trump do- probably, re- like, legitimately considers himself not a racist, yeah. He probably thinks he's a quote unquote realist
1: because he truly believes racist things and he thinks they're facts.
0: He definitely believes in extremely racist like ideas and he agrees with white supremacists. And he is by the way, a white supremacist, but like as a kind of a, by like proxy of his, like, not like, because he's like, I'm going to get a fucking, you know, swastika tattoo to my back. He's like this is how I feel about other people with different colored skin and from different countries. That's just like by proxy of his existence and his upbringing, he has white supremacist like thought baked into his brain. Now he has people around him who are like, hey, here's a policy that kind of like pushes this into like society. And he's like, yeah, that makes sense to me. He's like, yeah, like, like pinning it on the immigrants makes sense to me. Like black extremists as being the big threat makes sense to me because like his worldview is fucking distorted by like whatever like brain disease was given to him as a child anyhow we live in a very depressing time and it's very upsetting but we've got to believe that the galaxy note 10 is going to fix all of our problems
1: yeah this galaxy s10 and a galaxy note 10 i got i got something to say about them do you i really like the design (laughs) i think they're pretty as hell i love that they're pink and holographic lisa frank devices um oh yeah i got that
0: that's the one i got i'm pretty
1: pretty stoked on the whole concept and um Apple's gotta make some bold moves this fall if I'm gonna stay on the uh old boring fucking notch train.
0: Yeah, I mean here's the deal. You're not going anywhere because of iMessage, and frankly, neither am I. Um can't wait to start reviewing phones again so I don't have to order everyone. Nightmare. The
1: fact that you ordered <laughs> this phone is so well, I was like,
0: I went to bed the night of the announcement. I'm like, I was like kind of like, yeah, should I get one? I'm like, nah, this is a waste of money. I don't need this. Why would I want this? And then I woke up the next morning and, like, the first thing I did literally while laying in bed was ordered the phone. Like, there's something <laughs> – yeah. I was like, no, I'm going to get it. something very wrong with me. Listen, it does I, – I, I don't know why. I don't even know why I want it. It's just uh, – I just – it's like um, –
1: The world know. is a dumpster fire and there's a shiny, cool little phone and it's like, yeah, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> basically. Basically. Um, anyhow, I don't even know what it's, what it does. That's special. It doesn't seem like anything. It, it just looks cool. I guess, you know, I don't know. I got a bunch of freebies when I ordered it. Cause I like pre, I could like pre, I could like pre-order it because I had,
1: how much total did it cost you off contract?
0: Well, actually, so I had, I bought the galaxy note nine last year, so I'm getting a $600 uh, rebate for that or $600 credit then um and so the phone was like a thousand i got like the 256 not the 512 cuz it's got whatever you know like um the total cost was like 500 bucks including uh i got uh wireless earbuds with it that were like thrown in i got 200 dollars credit for like other stuff and a case um yeah so it was like it was like 500 bucks total
1: buying a phone has truly turned into buying a car where you're like they're like We'll put in a uh, heated cup holders in your life. Yeah, I, I, it's a deal. I can't refuse. Yeah. I, financially, I have to get it. Yeah. This case.
0: Yeah. I was like, well, $200 in free stuff like that. I don't need. I was like, I, da- I already have wireless earbuds. I was like, but maybe this will be good. I'll check them out. Like, it's good to have a second pair. You never know when you're going to lose yours. <laughs> I like definitely equivocated. I was like, definitely like, oh, yeah, this all makes sense. I should do this. And yeah, whatever. It's fine. I actually do like the note because it's such an outrageous like it's just such a weird device. Like, yeah. and the stylus is pretty cool on it. And like, it's fun to fuck around with. And if I'm going to have like, I'm, you know, I always have like, at least, you know, e- even though now I'm a hardcore full on iPhone user, I always have like one Android phone that I'm like carrying with me. And like my pixel smashed the one plus seven is like, whatever, like, and it's not that good. The old node is old. <laughs> so I'm all set now. And then I can switch things up when the pixel comes out. I don't really, whatever. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's a phone. It's nice. Who? It doesn't matter. Like, You know, the question is, what is it going to do for you that's different than your other phone? And the answer is probably nothing.
1: That's why I've been on the X and I didn't, I didn't go anywhere from that. And like, I've been waiting for Apple to introduce a feature that would like change anything about my day-to-day life. Right. And they haven't, so I, like, haven't changed phones, and that is a very different pattern than I was in when I was literally, like, selling things I owned and fucking borrowing from Peter to PayPal so I could upgrade to get GPS or whatever.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah, right. GPS has now come standard on all these devices,
1: Yeah, which I think is really and it's nice. it's like, they're like, well, the new one's slightly larger and a little bit lighter. And I'm like okay but like yeah. I, I'm not going into debt over this anymore I'm like in my 30s yeah
0: I that's can. that's the right move I think that's the, that's the right move so anyhow I mean you know it's fine I mean I, phones are the phones are not going to change for a while now there's not going to be some new functionality of your device that happens like it's going to be a long time before that becomes a thing and we are on we are plateauing on um, what you like what you need to really know or think about to like make it an informed purchase on like a phone you know at this point, mm-hmm. like it kind of, it really cuts two ways. Like, do you need iMessage or not? Well, it's like a car. Every sedan at the
1: moment is the same, and it's like, do you want an electric one? Do you want a hybrid one? Do you well, want to use a lot of gas? Yeah, I mean, they're, I do. I, very
0: similar car. I would actually say the electric factor is is a major, like, could be a major one when it's adopted and done with like the right amount of range for most standard vehicles. Like the electric option is a major.
1: But I mean, like, if you go out today, like, my dad just went out and was like, I need a new car. And when he was looking at cars, he had a couple of asks, like, functionality wise that he needed. So it was like, I need to get an SUV rather than a sedan. And I would prefer a pickup truck, but there's no, like, fuel economy version of that. So he went out and he looked and they were all very similar. So he was just like, I'll get the one that, like, I like the front of it. And he loves cars, but they're all so similar at this point, like that you just choose from like a genre. Like, do you want the large one or do you want the handheld one? Do you want to have Android or iOS? How much storage do you need?
0: Right. They're all the same. Otherwise, that's right. I mean, you know, uh, yes, that's basically true. And, um, so anyhow, the long and short of it is, uh, I ordered the galaxy note 10 plus. I do There's like two of them. It's annoying. I get the bigger one. Cause what am I going to do? You know? Yeah
1: not have the bigger not one. have the bigger
0: one i mean basically i did a size comparison it's about the same size as um the other galaxy note i have so this is all really good and important stuff you can read the review on input inputmag.com soon um well in other news <laughs> yes.
1: uh do you want to talk about equinox but i think i have other a, a different perspective on it
0: i can, it I can talk about equinox but like I mean, Equinox and SoulCycle, as we know, are owned by uh, a big Trump supporter who's doing f- fundraising. Stephen Ross doing fundraisers for. Listen, I- I'm just happy to own a Peloton. You know, I feel good about the investment. Uh, I hope that the Peloton people aren't into Trump. That would be a real bummer. Uh, I think they missed an opportunity for a great tweet. You know, I haven't heard about I haven't heard about any Peloton tweets yet. But. New York Sports Club did a pretty solid tweet because the big the big controversy is Soul Cycle, but like I
1: don't know there's a really oh big... really I felt like the big controversy was Equinox because especially living in a bubble of I only talk to gay people, um, Equinox is really really big in like the wealthy coastal gay male scene like it's like a it's like an essential brand
0: well yeah for well I feel life. like Soul Cycle is also for like um, like Hillary. Hillary supporters. Yeah, I was gonna say it's
1: for like white women. Yeah,
0: like Hillary supporters though.
1: But the thing is, is I guess the thing that gets me, okay, so he's doing fundraising, he owns all these brands that people who wouldn't want to give Trump money uh, subscribe to and they're frustrated and they're talking about a boycott and then there's the people talking about that there's no ethical consumption under capitalism anyway and people are like, y'all couldn't even stop going to Chick-fil-A, like what makes you think you're gonna stop doing this and blah blah blah. There's a whole... But what gets me... And I think the thing that really pissed me off and I didn't really see disgust and con- honestly didn't want to be the person to talk about because I just was too exhausted by the whole thing was there's this group of wealthy. I don't want to say like neolibs because I'll sound very chapo, but there's a group of wealthy people who are liberal because they understand fundamentally that that makes sense, that like crushing the poor and taking away the rights of minorities is bad. Got it. That's good that you understand that, but they also don't ever want to be inconvenienced by that, and they don't want to be inconvenienced. They want the benefits of being a wealthy elite that goes to a gym that won't let the filthy pores in because you can then you can have eucalyptics towels and jerk each other off in the steam room, and nobody, no homeless person's going to bumble in like at Planet Fitness. Like they understand that that they are reaping the benefits of elitism without having. With also, like, hypocritically having the rhetoric of, like, I'm for all the people, but this gym costs $300 a month, and I can afford it, and I deserve it, and I don't want to deal with gross people. And, quote-unquote. And as someone who, at one point, signed up for Equinox, because I didn't think critically about it, I just was doing kind of the, like, that's what everybody does thing. That place has been ugly and fucked up for a while in the way that a lot of those elitist clubs are. Like, Equinox is not a gym Essentially, it's a place with gym equipment, but it is truly like more like Soho House than it is like a Planet Fitness. Right. Because you go there for the social aspect of it and knowing that you'll only be with other wealthy people from the Upper West Side or whatever, and you can all relate on that level. And everyone's going to, quote unquote, behave in the code of conduct that rich people have decided. Yes. And what's gross to me is that to see and it's mostly white, gay, cisgender men furious and trying to hold this company to account. Without thinking critically about like how their actions led to them supporting a place that is incentivized to support oppression and a billionaire like oligarchy, like well, but I mean,
0: I mean, it's not it's not like it's impossible to have a gym that caters to like you know a certain type of person that isn't necessarily. I mean, like. I mean, there, there, it, it is possible. There are places that cater to women,
1: like, um, like a, uh,
0: um, I don't know, a curved curves.
1: Yes, curves. Yes, curves exists to market itself towards a certain kind of social, like class, and to market itself to a certain mindset of people, which is like fe- female people, female identifying people who have a certain level of income and want a certain kind of experience, and it's also accessible. That it's not like. Like you you can get in a curve. Equinox the the core promise of that in Soul Cycle is that it's so expensive, which means it must be good and it's a status symbol. And the worship of these status symbols, uncritically, is the thing that like infuri- infuriates me. Like you you can't you can't want a vacation at Mar a Lago
0: mm.
1: and then be frustrated that it's owned by like a, a psychopath. I believe the,
0: like, of I believe I believe the expression is you can't have your cake and eat it too.
1: Yes. Yeah. And by that, I mean, assholes in a steam room.
0: That game. So gets to a, a larger question about class and, 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 you know, the kind of ways that we divide ourselves along, you know, sort of, uh, uh, tax brackets and, uh, you know, but like, look, it's, it's fair that not everybody wants to be around everybody else. Okay. And that goes for anybody anywhere. Like it's fine to like, want to be with, who you want to be but with
1: there's a difference between a gay dive bar and like an exclusive club owned by anderson cooper's boyfriend that is a 90 dollar cover charge and you go in there and it's all white people does that exist and you're like does that exist it's called atlas social club oh, and yeah. it's on the upper oh, west side Oh, that
0: sounds nice they've gotten um, more
1: dive y in recent days sure. but like because frankly the the that group of people that clientele it, it gets exhausted on like flash in the pan brands and Equinox had a stranglehold on that
0: market that a bar wouldn't but but this is what you're describing is basically like meat okay everyone wants to eat meat no one wants to think about where it comes from okay no one wants to imagine the animal getting killed like you like animals they're really cute you probably don't want them to be killed and you probably don't think about them being killed you're, you don't want your dog or your cat to be killed but like make no mistake about it very cute animals are killed all the time so you can have a fucking piece of veal and um no one wants to think about it or look at it or have to confront it or deal with it when they're putting the delicious food in their mouth. Just like when you're at Equinox doing whatever it is you're doing at Equinox, you don't want to think about the fact that maybe like Equinox exists because people like Stephen Ross wanted to create like a safe space for people like Stephen Ross, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and adjacent to folks. But like, you know, that's life. That's the entire order of all of our existence. And you know what, like, the hardest core of, of hardcore socialist hopes to blow up is that entire concept, right? Which is like a lot for people to to think about and to kind of take stock of and to process. And frankly, the way it is now, most people on the top or in the middle top don't want it to change. Well, it's
1: like Joe Biden's. Joe Biden said at a fundraiser, like, I'm not going to reshape society here. I just want things to go back to, quote unquote, normal. And like normal is what got is like. There's no normal after this. We got here based on the normal that you guys were pushing for so long. Like, we don't go back to like Obama era. Obama era in its own way was good in a lot of ways, but it also created a situation that allowed for all of this. And we can't go back to that because we'll just be back where we were again. Like right. if we elect Joe Biden, we're just going to get another Trump I- eventually.
0: I mean, I'm more concerned with, like I'd
1: rather that than another Trump. You know what I, mean.
0: I mean, I'm more concerned with like elect uh, electing Joe Biden. Um, not because like of uh, things won't change, but more like he seems more senile now than Trump. And like, I mean, there's obviously lots of problems with Joe Biden. But, I
1: mean, his constant gas. I mean, he like literally they, is calling, he's called like his, Teresa,
0: he called Teresa May like Margaret Thatcher, like several times.
1: Like, why does his campaign ever let him out of the basement that he's like locked?
0: In? I mean, you because know,
1: every time they do, it's an embarrassment. I just
0: think it's like, I just think it's like this. It's like, you know, when, when he was running for president, people called him a walking gaffe machine. That was the joke about Joe Biden walking gaffe machine. Now, like that plus senility. Plus being like woefully out of step with so much of what is going on. So, so out of touch. And also like, you know, being an old guy with questionable, like, um, views and habits. Like it's all just a, not a great combo. Anyhow, I I can't talk about politics or the, or America anymore. Can we talk about anything else? I'm dying. Um, I'm dying. And so are the listeners. uh, I was
1: about to say they're doing an American crime story about Monica. No, I can't. I cannot.
0: Um, I
1: won't. I don't know what else happened this week. I can't like Tony Morrison died. Danny Tre- Trejo is saving people from car accidents. That's cool.
0: That was cool. But there's not a lot to say about it. Danny Trejo has always been cool. It just He's just cooler now. Any video games? The new Wolfenstein came out. Do we talk about this? Honestly, I haven't. I bought it. Well, what? I've been playing it. You the did. new Wolfenstein. I mean,
1: people hate it.
0: It's like whatever. It's a shooting game. It's not that fun. It's not that bad. It's like you want to like burn an hour. Like blowing away some Nazis, I started watching *Inglorious Bastards*, which I have to say, I mean, everybody's like up in arms about the new Tarantino movie, which I haven't seen yet, so don't say anything. Um, But *Inglorious Bastards* is like truly a work of art. Also, it's so depressing because like you, it really makes you like you know, like like we we need to be closer to Nazism as like a general thing. Like I think we need to people need to think more about like what Nazis were and what the people who are white supremacists in America are representing. Because like like, even a relatively lighthearted movie. Like *Inglorious Bastards*, which is meant to be kind of like camp in a way, um, really rip makes you like think about how awful, how truly awful, like the Nazis were, and like I think people need to feel that more. They need to feel like it's not, there's not like, you know, some version of that discourse which is acceptable. Like, there's no version of it that's acceptable. Anyhow, so I got *Wolfenstein*. I did. That's, um, that's all. That's it.
1: I did a stand-up set at my friend Ann Clark's show called Webcats in Brooklyn, um, and it was fun. Uh, It poured, so there wasn't a ton of people there, but one guy, John Rosenberger, had an amazing joke where he was like, my parents escaped the Holocaust. Um, Like My dad escaped the Holocaust, so I had the right to German citizenship, which I took um, and then proceeded to not think about for 20 years, and then only in the last few years have I been like, hmm, I could go to Europe. And he was like, the irony of escaping the Nazis to go to the US and then escaping the nazis in the u.s to go back to germany is not lost on me yeah <laughs> and was yeah. such
0: a wonderful like horrifying it's so true and- it's so true oh one thing actually totally sorry going back to wolfenstein for a second i will say the game has some really nice touches like it's some got some detail and some little touches that are uh, super interesting and one of the things is like you know it's like set in like 1980s but like where the world is mostly nazi occupied and, um, America's not anymore, but the, 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 world mostly is. And so like, you're in, you're in a Nazi occupied, you're in Nazi occupied France. And, um, but all of the music is like, the music is like from the eighties, like eighties music, but it's like German pop music. And like, so they had to like make all of this stuff, which is really interesting. And there's a lot of like little details of like movies and music and all these things from this world that it's interesting. To, I mean, it's like it, they fleshed out this alternate reality really well which I appreciate. I mean, it's also like weirdly horrific, but I appreciate the concept of wanting to be thorough. I mean, they went, they put a lot of, they put a lot of uh, thought into it,
1: but the one last news story, and then we can move on to stuff that's not Nazi related. Um, Universal pulled, that movie the hunt that they were promoting yeah i don't i'm trying to understand
0: trump didn't like it because why i'm very confused about the whole thing so
1: the movie is about a bunch of elites who look like trump family members who every year pull together a bunch of quote-unquote like uh like lower class oppressed people and then they hunt them for sport and then at some point but they're called deplorables so it's like which is the trump People, is it the people hunting, the people being hunted? Is it both? What's the metaphor here? It's not clear because we've never not seen the movie. But Trump took offense to it in any event. Um, and then at some point, like one of the people being hunted turns around and starts hunting all the elites, and that's the premise of the movie. Um, because the word deplorables was in the trailer, like it- it- he took offense to this, like he his fucking Adderall Adult Alzheimer's brain was like, This is bad. So rather than release it anyway, Universal's pulled the advertising and now they're pulling the movie entirely from release like theatrical release and it's just fucking insane and like that tied with trump wanting to do a um executive order to control f- social media platforms which he thinks are anti
0: yeah conservative like i mean I not- just the, here's the thing here's the thing the problem with, with i mean i mean all of it's insane all of it's insane but the the thing, this this anti-bias, whatever, this law, this executive order, it's like, I'm sorry, the top shared news source on Facebook is Fox News. Fox News is unabashedly conservative in its coverage. Like, it's not even a close, it's not even close I mean,
1: it's to. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, what, what does he just want them to add 50 million followers to his count and then he'll be happy? Like, I don't know. So, but listen, about?
0: listen, this could be all over really soon, okay? We could end this. We could end this in like a year. In one year, we could end it.
1: We have to. Let's
0: band together. Look, the world is not going to be like this after Trump is gone. Let I promise get a revolution. I promise of love even even and if,
1: elect listen, Marianne Williamson
0: tomorrow. Let's not, please. She's the worst. But <laughs> even and I hate to say, it, I'm loath to even consider it. But if it is Joe Biden, even if it's Joe Biden, the world won't be like it is today. It won't. It'll yeah. just be different. It will be it's like Joe Biden doesn't know how to tweet he doesn't even know twitter is guys never seen guys never seen a smart guys never seen a smartphone you know what i mean
1: talk about nice things let's talk about Uh -uh. happy stuff and get out of okay
0: i have like one one nice thing okay i have four (laughs) just can you trim that down just do two no fine do all four
1: um these are actually pretty quick so don't get upset Mm -hmm, uh i mm -hmm. rediscovered the video of tracy chapman performing fast car Mm. at nelson mandela's 70th birthday tribute oh wow um it happened in like 88 or 89 when she was like an unknown musician and she wasn't supposed to perform and some shit went down with UB 40 or whatever. And they couldn't always,
0: always some shit with UB 40
1: and all the other acts had such extensive. Like setups with instruments and like pyrotechnics and whatever that they were like, we can't just do this instantly. But Tracy Chapman, who was like this unknown person who performed uh, for the show off of television in like a smaller capacity was like, I just need a guitar. So they put her up there and she was like this unknown musician who barely sold any albums. And she performed fast car, which is obviously one of the greatest songs ever written. And she's terrified and so scared, but she does such a beautiful job. And all of Wembley stadium, who's never heard this song before shuts the fuck up and listens to her with her guitar. And it's so beautiful. And I understand that it's like a trite thing at this point to be like fast car by Tracy Chapman inspiring, but it actually really is. And it, I was really depressed the other day and it just like got me out of that funk to be like, you know, success isn't a meritocracy and like she had cool shit and it happened that this accident allowed her to then have a career after that. But like she was also just straight up making cool shit and nobody wanted to listen to it until they accidentally had to. And it's inspiring and she's a cool ass bitch and that's awesome. So there was that. Wow. Look that up. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, I got Blood and Truth for PSVR, and um, the game by Justin Roiland, um, Trover Saves the Universe, I believe it's called. They're both VR games for PSVR, and they're good. They're really good and tight. And I'm happy not just that those games exist because they're fun, but also because, for some, by some miracle, PlayStation has been pushing VR still. And is still they hasn't become like the move controllers like they actually have belief that this will go somewhere as an art form and they just have created this like tiny like I I, I guess like haven for video game designers to have a platform where they'll at least break even and try to figure this out before it's like ready for the mainstream and I really like that and I'm hopeful that PSVR will be a part of the PlayStation Five conversation and that. We'll be able to get that next level of immersion and stuff right eventually, and it will be cool as shit. And anyway, that that was one thing. um The next thing is I bought a Turbo Express refurbished with a new screen. And a, wow, welcome
0: welcome to the club.
1: <laughs> Turbo Graphics sixteen EverDrive. So now I have like a handheld Turbo Graphics, and it is. Oh God, it's heaven. It's I. It was very expensive and I considered buying it for like six months. I was going to put it on my wedding registry and now I have it and I'm so happy. So there's that. And then the last thing is the television reality show Blown Away on Netflix. Uh, it's about glassblowers and it's basically like Great British Bake Off, but with glass blowers.
0: Yes. I've been hearing people talk about this.
1: Blown glass is the ugliest art form and I have no interest in it. And I loved the show and yeah. I would watch A hundred seasons of it. It is a, 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 it continues this trend in reality TV that like sugar rush and a few other places have done, um, which is the great British bake off model, which is like a nice community focused competition of friendly people with fairly good intentions, doing something that they love and they're excited for the chance to do it. And, it, it can, it's on this spectrum of like Marie Kondo and Queer Eye where reality TV can have drama and it can be like a human interest piece and it can do good without necessarily like resorting to people eating cockroaches and vomiting on each other for the chance to like have Instagram followers and that for me because everybody's heard my whole spiel about the evil of reality TV is, is like a bright light so um, watch Blown Away just on the chance that they'll make more stuff like that and Um, also what a, what a great way to be like, you don't need, I can be completely disinterested in a topic. I can be, it, it, it cannot try to manipulate me by going to my worst impulses, which is like watching people destroy each other on television, um, and still be fascinating and engaging. And that is very hopeful, uh, for me. So those are my nice things from the week.
0: Wow. I mean, you have a lot of nice things and I admire that. I admire that you are able to keep, keep it going.
1: I'm trying. I got this pilot light and I'm not letting anybody blow it out.
0: Given all that's going on in the world. I have two ish related. Nice things. Really one kind of three, actually, whatever. I haven't had a drink since, um, last Sunday. I've lost five pounds. (laughs) (laughs) I've been sleeping better. I think, um, and uh I don't know. I'm, you know what? And I've been smoking weed, weed more. Yes, weed instead
1: of alcohol, without
0: drinking. Which is, frankly, I couldn't tell you the last time I had weed where I hadn't had a drink or wasn't going to have a drink at some point. So, like, intermingling the two. Um, and uh you know, like, <laughs> I I don't know. I've been enjoying it. It's a, it's like I'm. It's kind of like clean living. Um. I can't like, I have like when I smoke weed now, I would have realized if I'm, if I'm sober and then I smoke weed, I, I like, I get, I get, I have very dumb, but kind of amazing ideas. Oh, same. My tweets are incredible. When I've smoked a little bit of weed, I came up with like a, what I, here's how I would describe it. And we might actually cut this, but I came up with, <laughs> I came up with a joke in my mind was like a joke told by a bad comedian about Bono. But it actually is also kind of a funny joke. Here's the joke. Oh, did you hear Bono got canceled? Yeah, he got (laughs) YouTube. It's like bad. It's really bad, right?
1: I was super high the other night and I one of my tweets was like Real Housewives twirl. And then you know how they always do those taglines? And the tagline was every day of my life is like an event
0: because I'm canceled. (laughs) That's very good. Anyhow, so so I'm embracing like stoner, a stoner life. Hashtag stoner life. Yeah, because
1: you get to feel like a kid for two hours and then go to sleep. Yeah, that is so much better than drinking because drinking just makes me rage. Yeah,
0: and I just weed is great. I just I don't know. I'm sure I'll have a drink in the near future, like probably in the next six hours. But um, but it's interesting to experience life on the other side. And I have to say, you know, you all the other thing is that you notice when how how much other people are drinking when you're not drinking. Yeah, I become like I'm like real. Like I'm a fucking Mormon when other people aren't drinking. I'm like, mm, really? And a second glass of wine. Interesting. <laughs> like anyhow, so it's you know, you get a whole new worldview, but I recommend it. Um and that's it. I don't have anything else to say or anything else that's nice. I mean, I I uh you know, I'm enjoying the 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 final days of summer. I feel like summer feels like it's over too quickly i love no i'm like thank god oh no i love the summer i love the heat i love the warmth and i don't ever want it to end and that's why i'm moving to los angeles wrong i mean i hope someday all right (laughs) all right should we wrap up all right bye bye Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though I've just been informed that the film about your family hunting people for sport has been pulled by Universal Pictures.